Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Insight Triple O. Welcome, 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 or good morning, or good evening, whatever time zone you're in around the world. And yeah, we're just going to hop right into this episode again on today. And as you can see, you know, this is a very special topic. Well, to me, it is anyway, something, you know, very near and dear to my heart, because I like to see people win. I like to see people living and walking in victory and just, you know, doing great things in life. So the title of this podcast is Who Am I? Or I thought about also asking the question, well, I actually asked my question, myself this question one day, why am I here? And this is a tough, you know, this is tough for some people. A lot of people, you know, for the most part, they know what they want, you know, starting off from grade school. And then, you know, they get in um, junior high and high school and college. They just, you know, they just get it and they zoom through. But then you have those that are not so sure and that's okay. And you can start out being sure. And then, you know, that teenage part of your life hits, you know, things to just get a little crazy or like a little, you know, whirlwind or whatever going on. So I just wanted to share and, you know, enlighten or encourage anybody that wanted, you know, that wanted to hear or felt like they needed help in that area. So I, um, I was reading before we get started, I just want to Thank you. You know, I just want to thank God. So thank you, God, for all of my listeners around the world. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are just loving on all of my listeners on today, that you're reminding them that there is hope, that you would send them reminders every day this week that they are loved and truly appreciated by you. And again, God, I just thank you for all those that are listening. We thank you, Lord God, for just giving us insight and understanding that we may take whatever it is that we're going to talk about today, you know, and live a life of great things. In Jesus' name, I pray, Lord. Amen. So yeah, you guys, um, I wanted to talk about, um, and if you don't have one on hand, you could just go back and research it, you know, not research it, study it on your own time. I wanted to talk about one of the questions was, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, who am I? What is my purpose? And the other one I would have to say as well would be a good question to throw in here is why am I here? So I'm going to start off in the Bible with Mark chapter three, verse 31 through 35. And this is Jesus. It's Jesus. It says Jesus' mother and brothers sent for him. So it says then, I'm starting at verse 31. So it says, then his brothers and his mother came and standing outside, they said to him, calling him and a multitude was sitting around him. And they said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. But he answered them, like this is what Jesus answered. And he said to them saying, who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle and those at those who sat about him and said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. And the next verse I wanted to read. And again, that was Mark chapter three, verse 31 through 35. The next scripture that I had came about was Philippians two, Philippians chapter two, verse 13. And that says, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. I'm going to pause right here. I cannot wait to come back to this, (laughs) but this is the second scripture that says Philippians two 13, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. 
And that's another question you'll hear, you know, inside of churches or sometimes just people in general. But I mostly hear it inside of, you know, house of worship. A lot of people want to know, you know, I just want to know. They'll use the terminology, I just want to know the will of God for my life. Or sometimes the terminology is, I I just want to know the purpose of God for my life. So, yeah, that's why I'm doing this podcast today. You know, just to see if this would help someone out because it helped me tremendously. And Romans 1. Romans chapter 1. And I'll start in the first in the first verse. It says Paul upon a bond servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle separated to the gospel of God which he promised before through his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his son Jesus Christ our lord who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead through him this is very important verse 5 through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ. To all who are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And then it goes on to say, I think I want to go down to verse 16. I'm going to come back up to the top part, but I'm going to jump down to And it talks about how the just lives by faith. Verse, verse 16 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also to the Greek For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, I know we've heard that so many times, but I received such a huge, like a greater understanding from what I always came to my conclusion with listening to somebody else. So when it talks about the just shall live by faith, I'm going to go back to Mark chapter three. I'm going to go back to Mark to chapter three. And, um, oh, let me revisit the question. You know, this is what I was saying when a lot of people are asking, who am I? Or, you know, what am I doing here? And what is my purpose? So if you're a born again, believer and you're a Christian, this definitely very much so applies to you. And I'm going to address those who don't know, you know, as Christ's Lord and Savior also within the same um, episode. So I'm going back again to Mark 3, verse Mark chapter 3, verse 31 to 35. But I'm just going to jump down to 33 when Jesus said, but he answered them saying, who is my mother or my brothers? And then he goes on to say, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. Now, Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So if Christ is telling us here, for whoever does the will of God, it, it, it is my brother and my sister and my mother. Now it's saying in Philippians 2 verse 13, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Now, a lot of us may not admit it. 
I don't know if because of your background, but whatever you do in this world or whatever you do in this life, whether you're in the sports field, entertainment industry, whatever, these two points that I'm making right now are telling us 100%, no matter what we do, we have to include God. We must include him because if someone is asking for his will, this is telling us in Mark chapter three, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. What does that sound like? That sounds like family and the average family is close. So this is one of the reasons why sometimes people don't know the will of God because they don't even take the time to get close enough to him. You know, and when you find out, you know, that you are, um, I want to say at an advantage because it is of knowing Jesus, it'll, it'll, it'll surpass what you're doing as a career and you'll be coupled with knowing God. You'll be coupled with having his understanding. You'll be coupled with how to pray because you can have things and still be, you know, discouraged and stressed and lost and not happy, you know, for whatever reason. But when you're talking about the will of God and you're talking about the purpose of God for your life, it's telling you right here when they came looking for him, they was like, you know, tell him that basically his family is outside. But Jesus said, I'll say it again, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. So that sounds like family. And that's letting us know, get to know Jesus, get to know me, you know, get to know Christ so you can know what to do. Now, here's another flip side. We read the Bible and we still don't know what to do. So this is another thing that I, that I caught, you know, when I was reading this. So it's Philippians Philippians chapter two, verse 13. Now, if he's telling us those, excuse me, those that does the will is his mother, his sister, and his brother. Um, he never mentioned anything about father. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Oh my goodness. So, and Philippians two, verse 13, chapter two, verse 13, he says, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. When I tell you, this is one of the most slept on scriptures I have ever come across. And I just came across this again this week. I've read it before, but I didn't have a revelation on it before. So I praise God for catching what I caught, what I'm about to share with you. It says, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Now, this is how you can read the Bible. You can know scripture you can go to church or you can just have understanding and knowledge about what you want to do with your life in general, but you may not have the will to do it. You may not have the drive. You may not have the ambition to do it, but this is telling us the Bible is telling for it is God who works in you both because you can have ambition, but don't have the will to do it. Or you can have the will to do something, but don't have the ambition. So it says it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. It's not for us. If you notice sometimes when you see artists or um, people with like, I mean, outrageous fan base. One thing I notice about them they're very, um, I feel like people that I've seen that are on large platforms, I always notice they tell their fans or their congregation or their audience, they speak a lot of love because I feel like they know they have some type of understanding that is because of, you know, what they're, the good that they're doing 
it, it feels good to them. If I, I can't really explain it, but it's like they know it's for, oh, thank you, Lord. They know that it's for a good cause. They don't think that, you know, I'm just up here standing on the stage and performing and things like that. Like you'll see people, because this goes, this goes both ways. This is not for just God's house. You'll see people pull people on stage at concerts, you know, give people roses. I mean, you know, the people just, you know, they eat it up. You never know what that level of encouragement or adoration could do to a human being. You know, they just could have been, you know, down and out on that day and somebody just, you know, set them apart and just make them feel so special. So, like I said, I don't want to get sidetracked. You can have ambition and don't have the will to do it. Or you can have the will to do something, which is the understanding and purpose of your life, but don't have the ambition to do it. So it is for God's good pleasure. So this is sometimes where people will try to stop you from moving forward because they think it's about them. But the gift that you have is for God's good pleasure. It's basically to show God off. It's to show off his glory that lives on the inside of us. A lot of people are, you know, living famous lives and they don't even understand this, but they know it's like, a, I don't want to say a feeling, but I'm going to have to use that word of feeling. They know it's a good thing that they're doing or they're not out here doing anything crazy. And this is why their will and their ambition is matching. It even tells us, tells us that biblically some people practice Bible principles and don't even realize and they're practicing them. It's just that, you know, the, their conscience is lined up with a good heart and it feels good. It feels right. They're not harming anybody and they're just, you know, living a good life. That doesn't mean, you know, it's always, you know, uh, the, the right thing to do. I mean, I don't want to say the right thing to do, the perfect way or the set way or the blueprint of, of doing anything. I'm just trying to, you know, reiterate what I see and what I, you know, experience by watching others in, in the world or in life as well. So also in Romans chapter, not Romans, I'm sorry, Philippians 3, it says, that's not where I wanted to go, you guys. I wanted to come back up to, okay, how the just lives by faith, lives by faith. I'm sorry. So now here we are with ambition and you want, you have the will to do something, or you can even still be lacking one of the two. Here, here comes the part where you want to at least start. If you haven't already started acknowledge Christ, acknowledge God, acknowledge him as being king of the world, acknowledge, do something. I don't care what it is you have to do, but you need it when you're lost and you don't know your way in this world. Your first major move is to acknowledge that God is real, that Jesus is real and that he died on the cross for your sins and that God is real and that Jesus, he rose on the third day from the dead and he came back with all power in his hand for our sake. If you're lost and you're out there and you don't know what to do, this is the ultimate move to make. I mean, if you really want to bust a move, this is the way to go. But you just can't stop there. And I'm going I'm to go on and finish why and tell you why. It says, for I am not ashamed. This is Romans chapter 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. This is why you should never be ashamed of God, especially when you don't have directions. This is, this is why it's important to acknowledge God when you don't have direction at all times. Verse 16, the first part says, I am, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And this is the reason why we shouldn't be. It says, for it is 
the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. So listen to that. Knowing God and acknowledging Christ, it gives you power. It says, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. So what did I just say? If you're lost or if you're, if you're in God's house, if you're, if you're claiming to be a believer and you're saying you're a Christian, if you still feel like you don't get it, one of the reasons is why you want to acknowledge that Christ is real because there always has to be a cause for of something like you want to have a purpose for doing or, or giving an account for why you have the faith that you do. If people want to know, oh, all of a sudden you're saved, you're a Christian now, you're some holy roller. No, it is not just about that. The second part of the scripture says, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. Just because someone is saying something is not popular that doesn't matter to your life. You don't want to go with popular. This is telling us you need to go. You need to be doing this because it gives you power. Being popular doesn't give you power. Remember, I just said a few moments ago, you can have the ambition and don't have the will and you can have the will and not have the ambition. So knowing Christ and accepting him as your personal Lord and Savior is not just about being a holy roller. People say crazy things like that because they don't read their Bible. It's not about that. It is for the purpose of giving you power, not just purpose. That's so crazy. What did I tell you? <laughs> yeah, it is for the purpose of giving you power, not just purpose. So yeah, it says it for it is the power of God to salvation. And that's what salvation is when you give your life to Jesus for everyone who believes, not just one or two, three, four, five, six, eight. Like right now, the entire universe, the planet Earth has a capability for everybody walking around full of power. The only thing they will have to do is believe that Jesus is God and admit that Jesus is Lord and admit that he died on the cross for us and admit that he took away our sins. It's like you, you have to admit that. Like that's a confession that you didn't do. So why you want, why wouldn't you want to do it? Wow. So for the first Jew and also for the Greek, for in it, the righteousness of God. So, so in, in your confessing this, this is so powerful. Listen to this, you guys. Verse 17 says, for in it, the righteousness of God, not our righteousness, not our perfections, not what we did right, not okay, all of a sudden we don't smoke no more, all of a sudden we don't chew tobacco no more, all of a sudden we don't drink beer no more. No, it says when you do this, when you make these actions, it says for in it, the righteous, like in Jesus, in Christ Jesus, this is so great. This is good. It says for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So many of us don't know that we're already justified. Like we're walking around looking for purpose and looking for the will of God. We're already justified by our faith, by what we believe. So when you don't believe, you can't, you're not, you're not going to be justified for anything or whatever. And it's like justice. You know what I mean? You're not going to get like any aid. You're not going to get any help outside of the world. This is help from heaven that you need for both what I read to you before to have the, for, because like I said, God, he's the only one that can give you the will and the power to do. No one else can do that, but you have to acknowledge him because if you don't get it from God, you're going to get it from people. So let's say you fall in love, right? 
and you got something amazing going on, great, amazingly great going on with a man, that person leave or you fall in love with a woman, she leaves. That person can't give you both the will and the power to do to move on in life because they're going to take a part of you. They're going to leave and a part of you is going to go with them. Absolutely. You'll get over it, but something is going to happen to where you can't keep moving in the unseen. And, and that's the thing, you know, so um, it says for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So when when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, now you can live by faith. Now you have the power to, to do it and you have the ambition to do it. It's all like going to come together. I'm not saying things are going to be perfect, but it's going to look like it and it's absolutely going to feel like it. You know, it's just going to give you a better way of looking at life. It's going to give you a better outlook of everything. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing, man. It's just so amazing that when you acknowledge God, when you're not ashamed of him, I'm just talking about merely acknowledge him. You want to start right there. You know, I'm not telling you to go out here and start a church. I'm not saying that. I'm saying once you acknowledge him, when, um, you know, when you're sincere and I don't want to say you're ready because none of us know when we're ready. When God begins to talk on your heart and you begin to say, I'm over this frustration. I'm over this stress. I'm over this anxiety. The Lord hears us. He'll come and be like, okay, so now what do you want to do? You want to, you, you now, do you want, do you want me to help you now? After everybody else done told you what you wanted to hear. Now I want to come tell you what to do. I want to tell you the truth. I want to be there for you at all times, because let me tell you something that is the most, um, underrated thing that a lot of people don't talk about that. The fact that God is there for us always, he is, Jesus is there for us all times. The Bible even calls him Emmanuel means God with us, not God is with us. Cause sometimes I'm so grateful and it's amazingly awesome of God that he put um, the, 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 um, the meaning of that said Emmanuel is God with us because if, if he would have put God is with us, I guarantee you human beings would have been like, is he really? So it's not there. It's just God with us, period. It, the is is not even there. So it's a, a guarantee. It's a whole fact. You know, it's a whole truth. So yeah, if you're not sure about what you want to do, if you're not sure about what the will of God is for your life, if you're not sure about purpose, if you're walking around again saying, who am I or what am I doing here? The first place you want to um, study and seek out is Mark chapter three, verse 31 through 35. And then you're going to read Philippians three, Philippians chapter three. And when it talks about I think it is, was it Philippians three? I'm sorry. Yeah. Philippians three and then Romans. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm giving you the right thing. Philippians two. I'm sorry. Philippians chapter two, verse 13. That's the right. That's the correct one. I'm so sorry about that. Philippians two, verse 13. Yeah, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Like I said, some people are operating in this 
and they don't know it and they don't have a problem. But sometimes the problems occur because they just go and go and go and go and go and then boom, something happens. They don't know how to get back to that place. So this is um, purpose driven, you know, artillery. This is a weapon to get you back on the right track or just to make sure that you stay on the right track, not perfection. Just moving forward on the consistent, you know, being consistent with your life. And the last one was Romans 8, when it talks about uh, Romans 8, verse 16 and 17, about talking about how the just lives by faith. This will keep you all the way together as long as you study and meditate on it. And I know it could, it may have been a lot. Maybe this is your first time even hearing something on this level or just hearing about God, period, in general. But I tell you this. I promise you, if you go back and read the same thing that I read, it'll be just as clear to you, just as clear as water. And um, yeah, it will be, it will, it, it's going to make sense to you as well. So I hope this blessed someone. You guys have an amazing weekend, an amazing week, and most importantly, acknowledge Jesus so you can have an amazing life at all times. I love you guys and take care and I will speak to you all next time.